All right, hello and welcome to another episode of the Give Us a Spell podcast. My name is Zach and I'm here to talk some punting. I've had a week off. I'm actually very eager to start talking some racing and some horses and some punting. It's kind of weird when you have um, have a week off. We haven't had a week off in, God, maybe two years now, I think. But I've got the boys with me. We're going to be talking everything Rose Hill. We'll touch on the Queensland Oaks, Gypsy Goddess, drawing the absolute car park. There's news about Nature Strip and Very Elegant Overseas. Zaki went down. J-Mac cracks 100. We've got Tommy's horses have been doing pretty well during the week as well. It's all happening. Welcome in, Tom. Yeah, g'day, Zach. Yeah, missed uh, last week. I think a few of us had a few things on, but... Uh yeah, good to be back. Um, starting to get pretty chilly, but it was good to have a dry track in Queensland last week and seeing some massive fields. And uh, I don't think I did that well, but um, it was yeah, it was good to see some good racing. And uh, highlight for sure was Desi getting the Group One. Um, I there was just so much emotion around there and her um, yipping and yahooing, and <laughs> if someone deserved it, it was oh, it was definitely her. It was um, it was great viewing. King, how are you? Good boys. Um, I don't think that neither Tommy or I had anything last week. I reckon it was just about Tana's being crook. So. I was so crook. I was on death. So long, My fault. long story short, we we're ready to go. We we're ready to <laughs> rock and roll, and then My fault. Tana's is like crook ass. I'm like fuck. <laughs> What's doing here? Like, would um, you have tipped winners? Yeah. It was a bloody hard weekend, both Sydney and Queensland nah. for me. <laughs> I got Apache, and that Did was you? pretty much close to everything. Yeah, Apache was amazing. That was a great ride from Jimmy. Yeah, great, great, uh, great ride. But like, I think the low draw, and it's got like one of the best fucking stats going around for Eagle Farm and dry decks. So I think everything just pointed to overs. Like I think I got it at fourteens. Yeah, that's sick. I think. Yeah, like I thought that was just. Yeah, not free money, but I thought that was just way overs. Yeah, so it's been okay. A couple of things to talk on before we uh, have a bit of a preview of this weekend's racing. A couple of um, races up in Queensland. I'm going to touch on one before I get to Zaki. And the Lord Mayor's Cup, Big Boy Roy, was a huge win, and I thought it was really good. Just gave me that, uh, I should have seen it. I would have backed it for Roy, Tommy. Yeah, it was um, it was just ridiculous. He was just left in front, and um, I think the quote afterwards was McDonald got charged for loitering because he was just <laughs> handed the lead, and he just kept going, and no one ever looked like getting anywhere near him. He was um, he was pretty good, J Mac, and he he brought up the ton uh, yesterday at Warwick Farm for the for the season as well. So he's he's absolutely flying before we're heading over to England. But Roy, yeah, Roy was really good and just. Just if you're on it, just an easy watch. That's right. The um the Doom and Cup. So obviously pushed to uh pushed back a week. Zaki was probably in a lot of multis because when you get around a dollar twenty four, dollar twenty five, whatever it was, it's it's around that mark that's a little like multi builder. And so when it's like a dollar ten, not many people care. But dollar twenty five was a bit enticing. He was up there. He was, but Hueto and even Maximel came flying late as well. But Hueto, Koei, good win, huge win for the Snowden boys. And I have seen uh, little uh, photographs of, I think it's circulating on social media, but um, of uh, Paul Snowden, Paul Snowden's multi. Was it really? With Huerto as the anchor leg. And um, you just go, what the absolute fuck. So I think he made like fucking 200 grand off that multi. And there there were some degenerate legs in there as well. Like I think the only horses that he had in there were both, 
running on Saturday, one being Huerta, and the rest were like fucking, I don't even know what they were. It looked like fucking water polo for all I care. Um, it was huge, huge win, and um, uh, big wraps on the horse, really. Like, it's it's gone strength to strength, and just uh, who knows what the ceiling is now. Like, it's Speed and Zaki, it's, it's got a group one. So, look out spring, I guess. I don't know, yeah. Tommy, what what was it like there? We've seen Zaki go down, bit of a downer. Yeah, uh, mate. I think that I think it was just excitement. Actually, it was it was definitely a downer to see Zaki go down. But um, I think credit. Uh, there's a lot of credit that goes to Huerta because I know we were talking about it when it came over here and it sort of won its first race in Australia at about twenty to one in Newcastle, mm. and then it run, won it won a couple more and. And you don't often see that from imports winning their first preps. And, and we all thought, wow, it's going to improve going to the paddock and coming back. But to see it in a big field like that, go the inside, which some people thought it might have been off, and then really take it to Zaki was, um, I think credit credit's really got to go to Huerta. And where it can get to now is going to be the big question as well. I think Zaki probably looks to go back to that 2000, probably target a a Cox Plate, which um, sadly was scratched in the morning, of, as mm. we know, um, last year. But maybe that just a bit of extra for Zaki, probably not needed. And he's probably just up for a long time too. I mean, had to do it really tough at the Gold Coast um, a couple of weeks ago. Really, really hard track on Queen Elizabeth Day. And um, it's been up for, it's been up since, uh, what, mid-January, early Feb sort of, Time, so you got to think that's a really long time for this horse um, to be up for. So I'm, I'm not, I'm not throwing Zaki away yet at all. I no. think, um, I think they target the Cox Plate, and I, th- I think it'd be good. And I, I reckon we've seen a, a real good one in Huerta. I think um, it'll go a bit further too, and and we're going to see Huerta in some big races. Yeah, and it ran well, like you said, like last it was last November or whatever, and then into December. So one at Newcastle, one at Rose Hill, one at Ramwick. So did the three tracks, and then. You know, it, it ran in the Hollandale too, didn't it? it? Came fourth to Zaki and come out and beats it. But yeah, bloody. Yeah, that's right. And it's two eighty in the Q twenty two. So and that... that's definitely con- confirmed. I think according to the Snowdens, I think it's definitely going to head there. The yeah, prize right. money is too ju- too juicy to you know not take on. So uh, I think it's a well deserved favourite. And you know what? It's I can't see it being too. You know, like the field itself. Yeah, it's okay. But I'd say just the fact that it won. That mm. group one, 280 is warranted, and I think it's value as it stands. 280. All right. Uh, Tommy, you had a couple of horses run during the week. First being uh, Yankees. Got the chocolates at, I think it got upwards of around $13, $14 at Hawkesbury. Yeah, mate. So, um, yeah, a couple of a couple of horses, some two-year-olds making, um, having their first runs. Yankees was at Hawkesbury. Taking on some older horses as well. And we, look, Trials were really promising. Uh, Grant rode, Grant Buckley rode in the trials and was really, um, really keen on this horse. She, she's doing everything right in the barriers and and performed some um, really good trials. And we thought, oh, we'll just see how we go against the older ones. We were, I wouldn't say confident, but we we thought she'd go pretty well. But arguably, um, bit of a leader's track at Hawkesbury. And yeah, we'll we'll just wondering. It was meant to be at Kembler and, and then it got moved to Hawkesbury, which is where she's trained. So it ended up being okay. And then she jumped so well. And 
we thought there might be a few things going forward. And uh, Alicia Collett was on because Grant had to go to Tamworth. And she she just said, look, it's a first run. It's a 1,000 metres at Hawkesbury. And you you got no time really think. You want to jump. You just want to see where you're at, get in the position. And just so happened to be, it was a couple of links in front. And then um, and then the uh, – I can't remember the other name of the horse, but um, it sort of took it on and went past. And we thought, okay, we'll, we'll now see what um, – we're really made of and then she went straight past it and and went really well um yeah it was really good win really excited to see her and then we had Ramones on Wednesday against um Kebo and it it did the same thing it went it flew out of the gates they went to the outside rail with Jason Collard on this time just getting a bit more further ground and he uh we thought he might have a bit of Condor's Heroes because it's a half to Condor's Hero and Ran on uh, pretty strong, but actually kicked past. Uh, he came back to the pack a bit, but he kept kicking on and finished second. And I think we got two good horses going to run pretty well there in Ramones and Yankees. It's awesome. The bloody good win, the um, Yankees won too. Um, very Elegant is over in France, and Nature Strip made the trip over last night uh, to the UK to start his little road to Ascot. What's he doing? Is he doing like um, one lead up and then the big race? Do you know what, he's, what the plan is? There is no lead up. It's just straight in. Is he straight uh, in? They'll have not going to have a they run. go. They'll have a little because they'll land in. Well, it's pretty much rock hard fit. Uh, Wally was interviewed yesterday saying, you know, how how's the horse? You know, is it ready to travel? And he had it at tip top shape. So first up, straight into the big race. They'll probably have a couple of gallops at Newmarket or thereabouts. There's a oh yeah, it's staying about forty five minutes from Ascot and. It'll have a couple of gallops and then it'll be back to its tip-top shape and then straight in. Interesting. I thought it was going to have a, have a run before, but what was, what's the, what is the first race? Because it's going to run in the King's Stand. Is it going to run in that? Yeah, so he's running. He's definitely confirmed to run in the King's Stand and all reports, uh, if it pulls up well off the back of King's Stand, win, lose or draw, it could definitely back up into day five in the Platinum Jubilee. Which is where the uh, Home Affairs and Artorias are running. That's what they've. T- I think Tab have got it on as doubtful, but yeah, we'll see. And then, what is it, the following month is in the July Cup. All right. Well, that's going to be very exciting. Hopefully, Vietnam Nature goes there and then just pumps them. That would be fantastic. Uh, this weekend, though, we're back at Rose Hill. Um, we'll, we'll fly through them. There's probably some of them we don't have to nail, but first race, 1300 metre. We've got Baroque Road. 210 already on the drift. Madame Pomery is 340. We got Back Rower, Silent Star. That's had some coin for it. It was 23 bucks into nine bucks. That's Jay Collett and Gerald and Sterling. Uh, that and a little bit of money, I guess, for Candace Cosmos, Rachel King, and Terry Croft. Rachel King had a good win today, actually. Leaders win. Um, Tommy, what's going on with this horse? Silent Star. It's been backed in. It's had two starts. A little second at Randwick last start. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know too much about it. There's, um, there's a few. Um, Gerald's flying at the moment with a few different one of these horses, so you got to pay attention there. He uh, unfortunately had one a first start of scratch uh, yesterday at Warwick Farm, but uh, a couple of horses that I really like in this race would be Back Row or a big opinion of this horse and one at Newcastle on debut. Scratch last week. I'm really keen to see how it goes. Uh, Keegan and Latham on for um, Michael Friedman, so. Very keen on it, but the other one was Madame Pomeroy. It was really, really good last um, last week or two weeks ago. Yeah, winning and um, winning pretty well as well. I think at Rose Hill, so yeah, um, maybe can. Yeah, so I think I think you can maybe do it again. Jay 
Brian Fawaller and scratch out of a good Queensland race as well to stay in Sydney. So, um, Madame Pomeroy is the one for me, but I, I would definitely um, keen to see how back rower goes. Agree with Tommy King? Yeah, Madame Pomeroy for mine. Uh, I think just the draw suits perfectly. Baroque Road probably crosses over from the wide alley. It'll set the tempo and whatever's behind it will probably get a nice card in and rails out three metres. I don't think that should be an issue. There was a weird bias last time we were at Rose Hill. There was definitely mm. some lanes. You definitely didn't want to be on the rail. So we'll see how it plays probably after this race. But, yeah, saying that, I think Madden Pomeroy gets a perfect card in and just, yeah, just hops off the back of Baroque Road. Last win, plenty of merit upside. And the better price. So, uh, yeah, I'd be with the second elective. All right, 340, jump on. Race two, there's Highway, Tommy Sauce Blowdart, 480, a little bit of a drift, Nataraja. Uh, Williams is claiming two for that. 550, we've got Overextend at sixes, Comonic is 650, Summer Glow, 750. A little bit of coin for I'm Not Slew, Ellen claiming two for Scotty Singleton. Look, this is just hard. Pure Fuego, actually, a horse I don't mind. That's um, had a start a couple of weeks ago. At Rose Hill, I think it ran a place. Markwell Dreamer as well. Good horse. Uh, Tom, thoughts? Uh, I thought uh, Summer Glow was pretty lucky to win at Stone. I reckon it'll improve again off that. So I think 750 for it's not too bad. But uh, the one that, that looked better in that race, I think, was Overextend. No, sorry, I'm getting confused with another one. But uh, I do like Reese Jones on with Rodney Northam. It was uh, a couple of seconds in some highways, doing some pretty well at Hawkesbury and then at Rose Hill behind Boom Boom Basil. Uh, I think you go one better in this race. Nataraj should try really well. Uh, and Blowdart's coming out of um, grade company, so you've got to be a massive watch. Scratch out a couple of races. The only thing's the weight. It's drawn pretty well, though, so um, maybe Blowdart can get the job done. <laughs> Coey? I'm exactly the same. I think just the fact that it's going to be carrying 52 and a half is massive. And there is speed everywhere in this 1,100-meter highway. It's They're going to be coming from everywhere. Nadaraja, I'd be I, – I think it might scratch. It's got the widest alley at the moment, and it's going to get trapped, I think. I mean, it's got to be real tough for it anyway. Six bucks, two kilo claiming Reese Jones with his boss, Rod Northam. I mean, that's just upside upon upside. Uh a drying track definitely helps as well. Mm. Drawn barrier four, it doesn't have to lead. I think it can settle somewhere in and around the ruck. And, um, yeah, I think just the fact that it's got highway form as well, I think that's a big upside. So, yeah, I'm with Tommy again. Overextend here. Right, overextend. And the one that had money, I'm not slew. It's had a little trial at Scone. So that's 11 and 8.50. Keep an eye on that. Uh, race three, 1,800 metres. American Daisy is the fave for Annabelle. Ellen's riding, claiming three again. $3.50, Willinga Rufio. Mark Newnham, Tyler, 4.40. Timpanist, 5.50. We got Kapungi, eight bucks. We got Mum's the Boss, $8. El Largo, Classic Diva. Uh, oh, God. Tommy, this is a bit of a nothing for me. Thoughts? Yeah, a bit of a tough one. So uh, I thought... <laughs> Tippiness was pretty good. Yeah, yeah it's pretty. It was pretty good winning at uh, Randwick last start. Look, um, already won in this class. It's placed a couple of times in its a uh, couple other run-ins. I th- uh, David Payne at Rose Hill, I really like too. So, look, it, it's a watch on that. Will, uh, Willinga Rufio only having the one start for the one win at Hawkesbury was pretty nice, but it was a maiden. You're stepping up here, but it, 
it is a big chance. It was the fifteen hundred meter maiden, and um, yeah, stepping up the eighteen hundred, it it could suit. I just um, lining up with things like African Daisy as well. Um, it, it having that run at Scone, I just I find it really hard to match up. It does get the three felon Hennessy um, and uh, Annabelle. One at odds, uh, maybe just an each way bet would be uh, Verbeck. It had that great win at Hawkesbury um, in that class one on the 24th, I thought was really good. Just the keys, uh, I think riding a bit quieter. Um, and maybe, I think getting out of the 800 would suit it as well. It's it's a tough one. I might just go Verbeck each way, but uh, Willinger Rufio does look like it's going to be a pretty decent horse. King? No idea. Um, <laughs> me, too, me too. Genuinely, a lot of those horses come up in grade, up in distance, up in weight, and you just go. It's only it's only a small field of nine. Couple of go forwards. I think everyone will get a chance if they're good enough. Like it's just one of those kind of races. Like it's wide, wide open. Um, yeah, I think Tommy's touched on most of things. Um, Timpanus, good win last start. 1,800, real query on that. Uh, Willinger Rufio definitely has upside. I mean, it's only had the one start. So progressive maybe. Uh, it's probably going to be likely to be one of the leaders. It's just all going to come down to if it can um, last – if it's got the legs to go to 1,800, two kilo claims handy from Tyler Schiller. Uh, something I don't mind a little bit of a price, probably be at Kapangi. I see upside with the drying track, but yeah, fuck, it's real tough. At the moment, I'll probably be likely to just ta- roll the dice with Wollinga, but Rough yeah, race. I genuinely think, yeah, like yeah, anything could win this, I reckon. Yeah. Rough race. Um, the midway, my favorite race of the day. Uh, and again, is the fave for Fraser and Jay Ford. Had a good win, I think, for its first ever win. Hasn't won since, but that's at 420. We've got French, uh, 460 at, to, out to five. We've got Showtime Lady, no jock there, so keep an eye on that. That's at six bucks. We've got Harvey's Way. That's where a bit of coin's gone. That's 11 into 750. Williams is claiming two for Atkins. Coming off a little scone trial. Highly desired there at nine bucks. We've got Momax, Son of Samson. One other at uh, odds is Oakfield Oakfield Missile. Um, Damien Lane, Tom Sherry, 26 bucks into 15. So pretty much halved its quote coming out. It's going to be first up for a fucking long time. And for whatever reason, I have just business black booked in my thing. No idea why. Tommy. <laughs> a couple of Oakfield horses in this race. I think there's plenty of speed, and I think it. It does set it up good for Anagan. You mentioned like it did have that good win on debut. It, it sort of gets um, gets it back a bit, and I think this race will be suited uh, to it. Things like French Bonnet and uh, Momac and a, and a few other go forward types really sets it up. Uh, we saw how well it ran on in the midway two weeks ago against Momac. Um, I I think um, I think it's really suited for this sort of race. And again, yeah, yeah, I. Re- I I really like it here. I think the dry the better as well. Just two runs so far. Big, big, heavy uh, run at Hawkesbury. We just didn't suit it at all. And then, um, and then last start just probably gave me too much. There was wasn't a, a heap of speed in it, but yeah, I, I think and again looks really good here at the four twenty. If Showtime Lady comes out as well with that wide gate, I think um, I think it comes in a bit uh, price wise. Because I th- I have it as the main danger, but um, yeah, and again for me, Coey, I like and again, but um, 
there's a couple of interesting form lines. A lot of them do follow the kind of the traditional midway form line. So a lot of these horses have raced against one another at some point in time, really. So saying that, I I think nine bucks Momac is actually really good. I know it's drawn a little bit wide around. Nine's probably not ideal, but if a couple of these scratchings do come out, um, it could find itself in a really cozy spot and it was a good win. winning form is good yeah. yeah winning form is good form and um i don't know it's hard to deny it i think the step up in is it a step up 14 oh it's a 40 so say it stays in the same distance uh it prefers the soft going than the heavy going and yeah like i think it i think it definitely has upside it's had a really long preparation a real busy one too and finally prevailed last start in the midway at rose hill two weeks ago and yeah Nothing. It ran what fifteen bucks that day. It's nine bucks still right now. I I wouldn't mind rolling the dice on it at the moment. So Momac for mine, but I'll probably do a bit more reading into this midway. I think I like Momac as well. Like you said, King, it's run at Kembla, Orange, Garnadar, Warwick Farm, Warwick Farm, uh, Hawkesbury, and then Rose Hill where it won. And we're running at Rose Hill again. So and it beat and again nine bucks. Happy it's good enough to find out, I reckon. Um, the Winter Cup, $1.75 is the short favourite for Gay Waterhouse and Adrian. Rachel is aboard. Was $1.90 yesterday when it opened. Bonnie Ezra, a little bit of a drift of five bucks. Irish sequels at six. A little bit of coin for Alakahan. Jay Collett and Richard and Will Friedman. That's at $8 now. Was 12 today. And then we got Papalino, Taikamachi, Taikamachi, and then two big uh, roughies there. But can anyone beat Military Mission, Tommy? Look, if you're on it at Gosford, yeah, um, you were counting cash and then all of a sudden um, it just gets rolled on the line. And I think Rachel King was pretty pretty um, well grilled by the stewards after that ride. She, I think, saying that the horse was pulling a bit and she was doing her best to keep straight. But um, in the form book, it's a second, but I think it's a horse of the future. I really think it's um, a really good horse and when I said in some better races. So Rachel King stays on it. So I think she'll be up there to make ends meet. I love Rachel in these staying races at Rose Hill. She does so well, especially for um, her old team in Gay Waterhouse and Adrian Bott. Look, I, I don't think anything can beat it. In saying that, there's some horses coming out of some good races like Alakahana, the Group 3, um, just sort of running on a Bit at Eagle Farm last start. Papalino has been a bit consistent. Bonnie Ezra, I'm a big fan of as well. I think it can run really well, but I can't see anything beating this military mission. But can I take a dollar seventy five? Look, it's um, a bit of a gamble, but I think it wins. So I think I got her. I think I agree. You agree, King? Yeah, I think it's just going to be too classy. I think. Well, that Gosford run, uh, I know Rachel definitely got grilled. Uh, she wanted to stay off the rails and that inhibited her from riding the horse out at mm. certain parts of the race. So she tried to shift out and consequently, I mean, it got nosed out in that race. Hammer on went over the top of it. So I think uh, a bigger straight, a long rangey straight at Rose Hill. And I think it will play relatively fair come Saturday. So I think the key is speed map. I think it will just cross from five and just lead. Taika Mochi might punch up inside her, but at the same time, it, I think it will be moderately run and it's just, it's going to be the fitter horse, uh, this form. Uh, Bonnie Ezra, yeah, I don't mind either. Irish Sequel, I don't mind either. 
it might be just one for the exotics. So whether you put up, put it in the multis or, you know, you get, do a little standout trifecta first four, that kind of play. Same but, race Yeah, military. Mate. Yeah. Well, <laughs> there you go. SRM. Um, but, yeah, mil- military mission for mine. Yeah, uh, I think it just wins too. All right, race number six, 420 for Lady of Luxury. This is a horse that I gave a bit of a push to last start, and it absolutely flew home. Uh, Maria Mia was really good. It was well-backed at one, but Lady of Luxury on a Rose Hill track that was not making ground, came from the dead set clouds and nearly won. But 420, that was six bucks yesterday. Also was six dollars was and we danced. That's at 480. You got Niffler at sixes. Good money for newly wed. It's hard its quote was fifteen into seven fifty for the Hawks and Brock Ryan. Why haha falls is eleven dollars and eight fifty. Terra Meads is fifteen to twelve. There's been some coin for a lot of these horses. Uh but um Tommy, Lady of Luxury was a bloody good run last start. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and yeah, Dylan Gibbons claiming three here, um, bringing it right back to the pack. And look, I, I could um, in those Sir Owen Glen colours. I I'm a big fan of the horse, and I think claiming three. I think Dylan's going to be riding a lot of winners, and I've uh, I think he gets one here. It looks the winner. The the one I'm um, a bit concerned about actually probably the two Waller ones. I'm a bit concerned about Henry Dance looked the winner. Uh, on the turn, I think it was last week, and um, just sort of ran up, but the race wasn't run to suit. So maybe it's a bit of a forgive, or maybe that's just what Anne Dance does. It promises the world, but it, it just can't seem to get the win. And I think Niffler's one to watch as well. Uh, I think it'll improve from that first up run, finishing second behind Ida on the Kenzo. But um, it, it normally improves going to its second run. Uh, it did last prep anyway, and... I'm keen to see how it does that, Niffler. So I think Lady of Luxury does look like the um, the best chance in this race, but big ke- uh, pretty keen to watch Niffler. And that uh, Chris Lee's horse as well, Terramides, uh, has been really consistent in all its runs. And um, it's you're getting $3.50 to play, so I don't mind it either. We reckon, King, we were fans of Lady of Luxury. No, uh, I backed it last start as well, but yeah, um, tough. not for not- – not for mine to start. I think, yeah, the three kilo claim's nice, but it's still going to be a kilo heavier from last start. Uh, I think the soft going will definitely suit. So there's a little bit of upside there. But, yeah, I, was, I wasn't too convinced. I mean, it's definitely going to be better, fitter, all the above. But, yeah, I, I'm kind of in that Niffler camp. Like, second up, six bucks. I think the price is better. It probably attracts me a little bit more. 59 kilos should suit. If it's heavy, it probably won't run. It'll probably get scratched. But the soft going, it's had four starts and it's been in the money every every single time. So I see upside in that. Jay Collard on board. Barrier four. Doesn't have to lead. It could probably sit behind or thereabouts. It could be on the speed. Um, I think Collard will have plenty of options come Saturday. So the fact that it's six bucks, that definitely attracts me. And we danced. I think that's just a, a non-winner. I don't know if... if it just knows how to win or find the find the uh, mm. the post first. So the four eighties unders for mine, and yeah, newlywed is really an interesting horse. But seven fifty, I think that's like proper rock bottom. It's halved its quote, and I wouldn't be taking it out of it. I expect it to drift actually. So for for the moment, Niffler for mine. Okay. Niffler. All right. First leg of the quaddy, 1,800 metres, benchmark 94, and Arapaho. Arapaho? I think that's how you say it. Bjorn Baker horse. It was a good win last start. Uh, it was one at odds too, but it won by 
fuck, I can't remember, but one by heaps. Uh, Surf Dancer. Shit loads. It was, wasn't it? It was like eight links or something, or nine links. Um, Surf Dancer's there. It's drawn a bit wide. It's 440. Solar Apex is 850. That ran the other week, too, in the Night of Power race. Skyman's there. The Frontman, Major Arty, all that sort of thing. Even Zing's going around, which has been scratched uh, a few times. But that that win last time, Tommy, it's Arapaho. It's on a little bit of a drift, but fuck, it was impressive. Yeah, it definitely was, mate. And uh, we've sort of been waiting for it to do it um, for a while now, and it finally did. And and we see um, Dylan Gibbons on a different horse, whether he's just been booked earlier by uh, Waller. It's a bit disappointing for me because I thought he, he was the one that's finally got to the bottom of this horse and really got to the bottom of it, winning so impressively last start. And you're going to take $3. Nothing against Josh Parr at all, but I just think um, – was it just uh, out of the ordinary for it, or have we really found the best of it? And we're, we're going to take three dollars to find out. It's stepping up in grade. I actually tend to want to go to the horses coming back in grade. In um, Skyman, who was actually pretty impressive, coming fifth down at Flemington in a benchmark 100 race, and you're getting Dylan Gibbons claiming the three. Or there's the other Waller one for me is the front man coming out of. Um, Coming out of a listed race at Rose Hill and uh, the Lord Mayor's Cup, and it it all but won the race. It was a really impressive run, and I think what they've done with this horse is they're just trying to find what grade it's at. It's and they've come back from Group Threes and then listed, and now we find it in a um, in a benchmark ninety four race. And I think he's finally gotten to the bottom of this horse because they uh, they rode it a bit more aggressively and had that mid race move, and it looked to be the key for that horse. So. I think we're finally going to see the best of the front man in this race. It's uh, a former New Zealand horse running some derbies. Uh, used to be with Baker and Forsman, now with Chris Waller. And I think Chris has just taken these four runs and a few trials and even last prep to really try to get to the bottom of this horse. And um, getting so close to winning the Lord Mayor's Cup with him last start, I think he might have found it. And we're getting $10 here. I'm going to back the front man. I really like the front man in this race. King? I've already put money on Frontman with a boost, so I like hearing that. Uh, just thought that the 11 bucks was juicy. The barrier definitely scares me a little bit. So it being car park draw, it does worry me a little bit, but there's a couple of horses without – uh, well, actually, there's only one now. It being Zing, that doesn't have a jockey booked. But, yeah, I totally agree with what Tommy just said. I think it is definitely overs. Came against Hopeful, who seems like a real progressive type, and he could go through the grades and – you know, just the fact that that last win it had was strong, and I think it could potentially go towards your metrop that kind of thing. Uh, I don't know what the plan is long term, but it definitely has upside to it. So I'm already on the frontman Arapayo, I think that's how we say. Um, but three bucks opened at two eighty as well. Like I mean, that win they brain it brained them, and it's a significant climbing grades like it was a 78 last start into a 94 so want to stay stay away from it but it was a really really strong win so three it probably justifies favoritism but i think it's like literally rock bottom price at the moment so i do envision that it will probably drift out of touch I just have to think, like, three bucks is just too short for mine. So, that I mean, saying all that, yeah, I'm already on the frontman, so I'm just going to follow it through. Just the barrier's a little bit scary, but if it does anything like it did last start, it should be very, very, very close to the finish. 
All right, race number eight, 1,200 metre, benchmark 78. We got Ruben Notchi, Joe Pride's horse. He's 4.40 into 3.90. We got Showtime Lady, that's eights into fives. We got Bitcoin Baby going around again. Tyler Schiller, if Bitcoin, if it's doing anything like Bitcoin, it should drift, but it's $8 into fives. Per, in a way, is seven bucks. A little bit of coin for Joviality. Chris Waller's runner, 14s into nines. We got Irish Angel as well at 9.50. Double figures, the rest. Tommy. Interesting race here. I, I, do, I like Ruben here to win first up. Uh, Canterbury was was good and a bit disappointed at Scone. Showtime Lady, really, really impressive first up. Uh, likely to go around in this race and and in weaker class. Bitcoin Baby, bit disappointing first up, but I think it'll definitely improve off that. Schiller riding for Gerald and Sterling at the home track always go pretty well. I'm gonna bit, I'm gonna go crazy again, but I'm gonna back Joviality. I think um, the trial was actually pretty good. Uh, just just sort of held up and then sort of got going late. I, I think that's a perfect trial for this sort of horse. And we saw a completely different Joviality last prep, and it ran really well um, running second, and then at about twenty dollars, yeah, first up last prep, and then went around a four dollar favorite and just hung on to finally get a win. And uh, then it was a bit disappointing, but obviously went out for a spell. Ellen Hennessy claiming three for it, and um, it's coming back here at Rose Hill. I, I really like Joviality in this race. So I'm going to spec it at $9. Bit of value there. Who are you with, King? Uh, a couple of, couple of runners I like, just the fact that it's wide open. Um, Showtime Lady, I think, just with the better draw, it'll definitely run in this race, opposed to the earlier nom. I think just it's drawn six. I just... And the other one, it was drawn the car park. So it'll come into this 55 and a half kilos. Last start win was good at Gosford. I just, yeah, lots of merit. And I think just the fact that it's going to be on improved ground, probably going around on the soft range, hopefully at five bucks. I I do like that with Rachel, Rachel King booked as well. Uh, I don't actually mind. And I mean, I could say the same about Bitcoin Baby as well. It's going to be carrying 52 kilos. It's up in grade. Tyler Schiller claims two. Definitely see upside, but between the two, I'd probably pick Showtime Lady. One I don't mind is Irish Angel going second up. It doesn't have really good second up form, but I just thought last start it was very unlucky. It's going to drop in weight of oh, only half a kilo, but just the fact that it's coming out of that Maria Mia race on a bottomless, bottomless track. It's got really nice soft form. Senior jock in Jason Collett goes on board, so 950 I could probably entertain and a real query in this per in a way, the ex Kiwi now that now with the Lee's camp with uh Australian bloodstock. Trial was nice, but seven bucks, like I mean, it's been backed. So whether that's stable money, I'm not sure. Um I have to assume it is. And there'd be a lot in it. Yeah, like there'd be yeah, it opened at elevens, coming into sevens and it's it's only had the scone trial to prove itself over here. Had some nice runs in New Zealand, no doubt. But yeah, I can't, I can't entertain. It's definitely a watch for me. But yeah, if I were to put a bet on it, be on Showtime Lady here. Showtime Lady at fives. All right, race number nine is around about fifteen hundred. Wicklow is fave. It's three dollars forty. Had a good couple of wins before it came third, and then it's had a bit of a spell, which has been quite a while now. Uh, Sabak is there. Tom Sherry. For Annabelle, that's into 650. King of Clubs, Pokemon like myself should like that. 11 and 650. Knight, 15s into 11. Then we're out double figures for a couple of the others. Knight of Power, even as well, there with Dylan riding. Um, Wicklow, first up, Tommy. Yeah, it was um, 
it had a really good prep last time and and really worked through the grades. You got to think um, it's massive chance in a race like this. So I, I think it's a really good race. Actually, you look at Sabak. Um, pretty, I thought it was pretty good first up, coming second um, at, at the Gold Coast behind Salik in one of Waller's King of Clubs. Trialed really nicely. I thought Ida's win last up was really good. And Phillipsburg last start at Rose Hill two weeks ago was really impressive. I just think it's run into a bit of a better field here. But you're getting four dollars twenty a place. I don't mind that. Maybe in each way you go on Phillipsburg. But it, yeah, really, really good race. I think Wicklow though. I think Wicklow's too good. Drawn really well. Um, I think Collett was on it most of the, the prep last time. From oh, that's right, it was of Dullah. Yeah, but um, very good horse Wicklow and. Yeah, who knows what it can get to this prep. So yeah, I, I got to be with it at three forty first up here. Wicklow's last start was oh, its last run was where Steely won. Oh, Gab's horse might get Gab on here one day soon again. Uh, Coey, you with Wicklow? Uh, I, not at the price for me. Yet, unfortunately, I think drawn barrier one's probably going to be tricky for it. I think there is genuinely no speed. Not not a whole lot of speed in this race. So I mean, it could settle a little bit closer, but. It could get itself stuck like three or four back on the fence. So, and at 340, after a long layoff, I mean, a couple of decent trials, but yeah, I just want to, oh, just one trial, sorry. So, I just want to see it go around, to be absolutely honest. Um, I'd say that's probably rock bottom price. Two that I'd back probably be Sabark and Knight of Power. I think Knight of Power's win last start with a three kilo claim this start. Definitely merits drying track, probably a big tick as well. Um, Prefers the soft than the heavy. 13 bucks definitely can entertain. And Sabak, I mean, second up off that Gold Coast run, which was really nice. Tommy Sherry's in form, gets a nice draw, 650. Uh, the one query horse would be King of Clubs, coming from the UK, first off the Waterhouse Bot Camp. 650, and it's definitely been specced. But yeah, if I were to back two, it'd probably be Sabak on the nose and not a power each way. Okay, Knight of Power is, is what is it, 16s and 13s already. All right, last race of the day is always fun, and it's six bucks. The field, El Buena, Jay Collett and Chris Waller. Open six, still six. Fox Fighters there at eights. We've got Dehorned Unicorn, $11.850. Kathy O'Hara riding for Joe Pride. Had a run at uh, Gosford last start where it lost to Siege. Dynamic Impact is nines. That is same. I think it had a run at Scone as well. Can't remember. He's a hot shot, conceded. King's Air. There's... Bloody hell, Tom. It's like six, eight, eight fifty, nine, nine, nine. Tough bloody race to end the day. Yeah. Um, bad bump the quaddy. I think this race, depending on what the track does, we could get a few scratchings here. Really, uh, things like Delahat, Rainbow Connection, looking for some dry ground. But um, I think we'll know a bit more on race day what sort of happens. But, yeah, I think El Buena does look like the likely winner of the race. Um Second first up at Rose Hill behind Mammoth. Uh, although this run was pretty good, and I actually thought it should have won the race. Um, and you're getting six bucks here. Um, you can make a case for a few of these. Dehorn Unicorn, you said, yeah, fourth at Gosford. But um, uh, I thought there was a lot to like, and I think it'll improve. Foxy Fighter, same with Dynamic Impact. Uh, much improved horses. He's a hot shot as well. Stringing a couple of seconds together. Um, King's Air now with the. Kim Warren for Valor trialed pretty nicely, I thought. Um, there's one I want to say at odds. 
I thought was a sneaky run through the line first up was Cordia. I think Jackson Searle just didn't get into the horse until a bit too late. And uh, I actually thought the run was pretty nice. Reese Jones on for Cody Morgan. Uh, I think at the $23 price is not a bad one to have each way. I think he can uh, run pretty well, Cordia. I, I, to really take notice when Cody brings horses to town, and especially in these open grades, I think it was an ex, maybe Godolphin or ex someone horse, but um, he does really well with these sort of horses, and I'll take notice of it. What do you reckon, King? Any at value? Uh, I was on El Buena last start, and I mean, disappointed. <laughs> um, but saying that, uh, I don't mind King's error at a, at a price. First up record's good. It's going to have the three kilo claim of Dylan Gibbons. It's in the new stable of Kim War. I, I see upside, and I think 11, 11 bucks is juicy. I mean, it comes at a barrier eight, which is interesting. I mean, it'll. It's a really even race, as you already mentioned. It's going to be tough for a lot of these horses. Here's a hot shot. I can see Merritt third up. Uh, Rachel King on board. You could definitely make a case for a few of them. El Bueno, I can back again. But, yeah, I don't mind just the value play with King's Air here. So I'm going to go the toppy in the lucky last. Okay. All right. One other race we're looking at is the Queensland Oaks Eagle Farm race number nine and Gypsy Goddess is the fave. Pikey is aboard for Dave Van Dyke, but it's Drew the absolute car park. It's drawn 21. It's open 360. It's now 420. Aravine is the second favourite at 440. That's coming off a couple of wins, Sandown and Rose Hill. Barb Raider, we know the horse at one first start or first race last week. Uh, $8. We've got Belle Savoir, Glint of Hope, Honey Creeper, Dynasties is there. J-Max riding at 16s. Uh, Lavilli, they're all there as well. Tommy, who wins? Yeah, it's a really interesting race. We're seeing Gypsy um, sort of run through this whole prep, um, promising a lot and and still has done really well. Very unlucky not to, to win a big group one and maybe he gets it here. Actually, um, we didn't get to talk about it last week. Obviously, did not doing the pod. Cast, but and that rain affected week where uh, we didn't have racing at Queensland. I flew back and happened to be sitting next to Pikey, uh, who had just yeah, he just read he went to the sunny coast and rode Gypsy Goddess. And he said he's um, he said he's really confident in the horse and should run well. The the gate's not good at all, but he was a bit concerned. The only the only th- other thing he said was, Did you see Sam Clifford and ride? Uh, Rose Hill and this uh, Aravine was really impressive and he, he thought that'd be the main danger and um, it, it was good. It was a great win and you really got to take notice. Those those two were the right two favourites. Barb Raider winning last week, obviously you got to take note of. And one one at odds to me is Honey Creeper. I think, um, yeah, the, uh, Gate again a bit tricky, but Huey on in a group one for Godolphin, um, really interesting. It has, it'll get to a dry track and it won't know itself. I think it'll run really big. It's come out of some really big races, some uh, some proper ones. I, I really want to stay with the horses that have been running in those big races rather than the improvers, just because um, now they're getting the good tracks. So I think they'll uh, they'll really improve. So I think Gypsy Goddess right fave, but Honey Creeper for me. It's just it's the gates the are the two big worries. But yeah. Um, Gypsy got us little saver on Honey Creeper. Any at odds for you, King? 
Nothing really at odds. I think you can make a case for a lot of this field just because they've drawn better. But I don't think the draws an issue for Gypsy Goddess. I think, I, yeah, I would genuinely think that Pikey could settle this thing anywhere he wants because he's got the wide alley. If he can cross, he'll cross. If he can't, he'll just sit back. I think it's a pretty versatile horse. I can, if it sits worse of midfield, I wouldn't be against it. And the fact that it's going to be running on a dry deck finally. Uh, is the biggest upside you could probably hope for. It's four from four on a good deck. Eagle Farm, you pretty much guaranteed. I don't know if there is any light showers or anything predicted, but even a light shower wouldn't prevent this downgrade. So I just think that Pikey will claim this group one. 420, take it whilst you can. Um, unfortunate if you took the all-in market at $1.70 uh, when you can be on right mm. now at 420, closer to race time. But... I think the market's slightly overreacted with the draw. I genuinely do. And 420 is fucking juicy. So I'd be all over that. I have to agree with you, King. I'm also going to have a couple bucks on J-Mac on Dynasty's 16s. All right, that is a wrap. Uh, we'll do a multi and wrap up. All right, multi, I will go first. Momac, race number four, Rose Hill to place, $2.90. Coey? Uh, I like Night of Power at a, a good price to place. Uh, 380 at the moment. I think it's definitely... Off the back of that last start win, definitely a chance. Three dollars eighty in race number nine, Tommy. Yeah, tough one, but let's go with Kementari. I think Kementari wins the Morton Cup. Nash on uh, big plus dry track. Kementari, let's go. What price is Kementari? Three seventy to win. All right, multi yeah. is paying forty bucks. Get on. All right, thank you, boys. Tom, enjoy the footy. Coey, enjoy pool tonight that you're playing at the Bell Rose, and let's get some the winners. Shark. All right, see you, boys. Thank you.